0: from Road School Moms, and tonight's episode will start right after
1: this message. Affirm Films and Sony Pictures Animation present The Star, the fully animated story of the first Christmas, told through a whole new set of eyes. Bo the donkey and his stable of animal friends follow the star to become some unlikely heroes.
2: That light, that's the star. This is where it's been leading me.
1: What's his name?
2: His name is Jesus. The
1: Star, in theaters November 17th. Rated PG, parental guidance suggested. More information is available at thestarmovie.com.
0: Good evening and welcome to Road School Moms. I'm one of your hosts, Kimberly Travizzino, full-time road schooling mom to four kiddos and the co-founder at Full-Time Families, the resource for your full-time RV adventures and so much more. Tonight and every Sunday night, I am blessed to be joined by my lovely co-host,
1: Good evening, it's Mary Beth Goff, your road trip teacher, also a full-time RV mama, to four kiddos on the road. I'm the creator over at Road Trip Teacher, your educational resource for destinations on the road and all the resources you need for that. And our family chronicles our travels over at Diary of a Road Mom. So if you want to follow our crazy circus, we'd love to have you over on that Facebook page. And my crew is calling in from West Central Illinois this evening where it is super duper cold in my estimation, but I'm so glad to hear your voice. KT, where are you this week? Where in the world are you?
0: I uh, am likewise so excited to be on the line with you again, Mary Beth. I'm looking forward to this hour um, that we get to connect and talk about our road school weeks and learn about um, exciting curriculums. I am calling in from Roswell, New Mexico, uh, where this week we celebrated all things Alien. I've uh, just posted um, – a sneak peek at my week in the Road School moms Facebook group, and I'm super excited to share with you the kind of week that I had uh, here in Roswell. Um, so you're cold, I'm cold too. You know, a big cold snap came through here, and uh, it seems to be like a nationwide cold snap. Pretty weird, but um, it's uh, it's chilly. I'm in uh, I'm in my uh, fuzzy boots, as uh, Sarah James would call them.
1: I know. Well, you know, I um, kudos to those who winter in a cold location. I don't think I can do it. I don't. (laughs) I'm just a big baby. I'm a wuss. I get it. You can call me all those names. That's okay. I don't like to be cold. I don't like to be cold. In an RV or not, I don't like to be cold. Amen to that. I don't like to be cold either, honestly. (laughs)
0: Um, My road school week was so fun, Mary Beth. Um, I was able to spend the week with uh, two other traveling families. Um, the Hartog Vaccine, who, you know, just added Cecilia to their um, traveling road show there. That's the balloon baby that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. She is so sweet, and uh, us other mamas are getting a chance to get lots of baby snuggles in. This week, we recaptured and had a second shot at uh, Poetry Tea Time. I am uh, going off for the reservation, and I'm going to start calling it Poet Tea. I like it like that. Oh, I like that. I, like that. That's, I love that. <laughs> She's so clever. So um, myself and Dominic cooked up a batch of, uh, oh, we made brownies. And uh, the little girls, I've got a picture of them and sneak peek making muffins. They made muffins in Tonya's Muffin Maker. That is one appliance that I don't mind toting around. It seems a little frivolous, but um, she gets to use it all the time. It's the perfect size. She's been using it by herself since she was, I think five. I think she got it for her fifth birthday. And, um, yes, it can burn you, but uh, she learned very quickly how to work around that. And ever since, all she's got to do is mix her own batter, and she's making muffins in no time. So uh, Then we moved on to a park day. They have a free zoo here in Roswell, and uh, it's got a cute assortment, and array of animals, including a bear and a pamper. And we got to watch uh, those animals. Um, in their habitats, habitats there. Then we spent some time at an alien encounter downtown. They've got a cute, kitschy place to take pictures with aliens. Uh, we had a birthday in our hood this week. Rosalie, um, the oldest daughter of Clementine and Peter, were um, had a birthday. She turned eight. And the King family and my family got together one day and made cards. There's still sparkles all over the house. That's Okay. We like to to keep it nice and sparkly. Um, Did you see my pantry?
1: I did. I'm so jealous. I can't even believe it. (laughs) I love it. So residential fridges are
0: a big thing in this uh, world of ours, you know, because fridges are small and it requires larger families to go shopping quite often. But I now have what I'm calling a residential pantry because I tell you what, this is an honest-to-goodness, Pantry, so like it's a real size, and I can put like real stuff in it, like you know, like family size boxes of Cheerios. If I want, I don't have to put them sideways. I can put them up and down like they were meant to go in my pantry, and now they can go in my pantry. So, um you know, I saw that of on Mary Jean Williams. She's a super savvy one. She said, "Wow, I love that pantry, but wait a second. <laughs> what did you have to give up to get that pantry?" And the truth is that that is where our RV fridge had been installed. Uh, we had replaced that down the road with a residential fridge. And then one day the residential fridge started smoking. And since that's a no-no in our house, out it went. And we've been living with just the back refrigerator. We always had two fridges up until then. We were living with the back fridge just in the garage and um, a big hole in my kitchen and uh, Eldon King. Was, who was parked with us. The King family also parked with us. Um, master carpenter there made this beautiful pantry for me. I love it. So pretty. Yes, it's a then, this, it's nice. this is so cool. First of all, I got to see, uh, got to meet in person Zoe Raka. Zoe has, is a long time road school mom. She also had an RV birth. You might know her from that. Um, <clears throat> she does a lot of yoga. She's got like a yoga blog online. Um, And she actually joined us in season one of Road School Moms. That's how long we've been in contact with Zoe, but I'd never met her in person. Well, it turns out she's moved to Roswell. And it also turns out that in Roswell lives a retired thoroughbred named Mind That Bird. He won the 135th Kentucky Derby. My family went to the 139th kentucky derby well as one of our on the road travels and so i horse racing is my favorite sport i was really enthralled to go see him i got a tip from another um road school dad actually that he was in the neighborhood and that he liked visitors so i called up his owner and we made a road school uh play date with Mind that bird and that was so fun that horse was so beautiful and full of spirit i just enjoyed his company so much then i had my epic fail of the week. It seems that every week I must have one. This epic fail was brought to you by Facebook. When I searched Roswell, New Mexico, things to do for Halloween, it came up that you could trick-or-treat on Main Street on Saturday night. And so I shared that with um, Clementine and Monica, and I got my kids in costume, and off we went to Main Street, only we were in the wrong town. It seems that when you search Roswell, (laughs) surrounding towns come up, and that town was another 45-minute drive from us. And we decided that we would go to Walmart and get each kid a bag of candy and call it a day. <laughs> so that was our road school week. Concurrently to this week, you know, the um, FTF in Myrtle Beach are doing their second annual Halloween Hangout, and we've been getting pictures in from that event. So fun. The ladies in charge, Lisa Green and Jill Robbins, Fair, are so crazy creative and organized and those families have been having such a blast, and I saw a whole bunch of beach pictures today. Let me tell you, that's my sign kind of Halloween activities. You and I have grown up, like, you know, where Halloween is a cold weather um, holiday, but it's awesome to see people at the beach celebrating Halloween. So tell me all about your week, Mary Beth.
1: I'll be glad to, although I'll just um, I'll say I agree with that. I think we should all be at the beach for Halloween instead of, you know, worrying about snow flurries. But anyway... Um, so my road school was an extension of last week's road school in the beginning of the week. Um, listeners from last week might remember that we had went to the Park County Cover Bridge Festival. We were touring, um, the one of, or many of the 33 cover bridges that are in that county. So we finished that up at the beginning of the week. And then, um, I wrote a post over at Road Trip Teacher. I don't know if you caught it, KT, but, um, a couple of weeks ago, if you remember, we went to Six Flags. And I talked to you about um, the roller coaster thing. I think we talked about it on the air anyway. Um, but mm-hmm. the basics of it, yeah, basics of it is one of my road schoolers, my 14-year-old, he's my eighth grader, um, <clears throat> I was, we were standing in line and one of the, it was actually the Screaming Eagle, so it's that classic roller coaster at Six Flags, um, had a mechanical failure and it was on hold. And we watched the mechanics, two of them on golf carts, one of them in a pickup, raced up there, jumped out, zoomed over to the control panel. Done all this stuff, you know. And um, as we were staying there, Tanner was really interested in it. And so what's culminated out of that little experience, just on a weekend day, it wasn't. You know, I didn't plan a big, fancy road school, you know, lesson that day. We were just going to Six Flags. Um, but what I love about this road school adventure we're on is, from that, uh, he has started this week researching all about roller coasters in my land. I'm not even for sure if we can get it done this year, and I'm not kidding. How many questions we, I tried to help him, um, by beginning with an outline. Excuse me. And when we did that, we realized that, you know, he wasn't interested in just the history of roller coasters or just the mechanics of roller coasters or just the science of how they work. I mean, it really is going to be a really fun unit. So I'll be excited to share that journey along our way. Um, but most of all, I'm just excited to watch the road school adventure that is unfolding in front of my eyes. With him, And so after five years on the road or however long it's been, you know, it's that independent thing that you and I talked about several shows ago on that uh, we talked about growing independent learners. Um, and I always love it when I can get some kind of a light bulb that goes off in my ho- own head and then I can see that what I'm trying to instill in them is actually working. So that's how our road school started out. Somewhere in the middle of the week, we had an epic fail. Um, It really wasn't to do with Halloween, per se, but I was so excited to find that there was a reindeer ranch, and they were supposed to have a pumpkin patch at the reindeer ranch. So we drove all the way over to Rantoul, Illinois, and not only did they not have a pumpkin patch, but the reindeer ranch was closed that day. So you can imagine, um, my eight-year-old especially, how disappointed everyone was that we could see these fun reindeers. But, you know, we couldn't get in to see them up close. So we rescheduled that for a later uh, road trip teacher adventure, um, possibly by the holidays when they obviously have more going on at the reindeer ranch. And then the last few days, I don't know why my crew always, uh, our timing is never right. We've had all these beautiful days the last two or three weeks. But my kiddos um, and my brother actually picked the last two to three days to go riding, dirt bike riding. And I'm not for sure if you're aware, KT, but not only do I have two boys that are, you know, crazy uh, dirt bike riders, but my girls have grown into dirt bike enthusiasts as well. And so I've spent the last two days, most of the last two days anyway, at the dirt bike track. And um, I don't know. <laughs> we've frozen. I'm so cold tonight that I don't even think I can feel my fingers to hold the phone. But uh, we've had a lot of fun the last two days, and I've took a crazy amount of pictures Unfortunately, they're over on my Nikon camera, so I'll have to transfer a few of those over to my phone or computer so I can share those on Facebook. So that is how our road school has went this week. It's definitely been in the car or on the go or however you want to say it, every single day. We haven't spent any days at home, but I absolutely love love that kind of learning adventure. And uh, I'm not for sure what's up for us next week, but I'm sure that it will be epic in one way, fail or not. (laughs) You know, I had a
0: question for you, because I saw in the midst of the week that um, uh, notebook pages was running a sale on their lifetime membership. And I know you talk about notebook pages all the time, and you know, I haven't jumped on that bandwagon yet, and it's not for a want, truly. It's just just not something I have time for right now. But I was curious. Are you saying that there are notebook pages for just about any interest you can find on that website, and that website helps you dig deeper? Is that
1: what's going on there? It is. If you're not, I mean, I know that I've harped on notebooking pages and interactive journals and all that kind of thing, you know, for many seasons of our Road School Mom show, Um But if you've never really used it, you need to really go back onto my website. I've got at least one video on there about Notebooking Pages. I'll put that in the show post for this tonight's show. Um, But basically, Notebooking Pages is a website that I found very early on into my homeschool experience, and she has literally thousands of Notebooking Pages in her library that I, I don't think there's ever been any subject that I could not find on notebooking pages. Um, especially for tra- traveling families, there's definitely, there's like a, there's a whole unit or section just on the 50 states. And there's a, there's a notebooking pages pack for national parks. I mean, there really isn't anything you can't find sports and holidays and themes and interests and passions. And just, you know, there's really nothing you can't find on there. And I'll tell you that when I first found it, I I think I stumbled upon it, probably just when I was surfing online. And I can remember thinking at the time there was a lifetime membership, and um, it was, its not I think it's $99. Um, And I can remember at the time thinking this is too good to be true. This is a one-time payment of $99, and I can't imagine that that's the only price that I'm ever going to have to pay for this. But guess what? That is, I had the one-time lifetime membership to it. You can subscribe to it, I think, by the year or maybe even by the month. But – Definitely lifetime membership is the way to go because once you're in there, you have access to everything. And, um, this week's fall membership, which is actually over, the fall sale, I mean, um, there was three days, three days, um, for that sale and there was $25 off of that. So for $72, you got a lifetime membership. And it also, um, you'll have to look. I'll put the link in the show post as well. The thing I absolutely love, love, love about notebooking pages, aside from the thousands of pages that are already created, um, and just so you know, KT, notebooking pages, so there's, you know, think of it as if you were going to, let's say you were going to put a binder together for a state study. You wanted to put a binder together and let your road schoolers journal or write or draw pictures or document, record, however, the information that they found along your journey. Well, you just go to that section for the 50 states and there are, even within it, each state, even within each part of that package, there are different types of notebooking pages. So maybe you've got a road schooler that's an older kid that just needs lines or, and with uh, maybe some graphics or some visual, you know, prompts for writing. Or maybe you've got younger kids that need a bigger place that they can paste pictures into or they can draw pictures and then write beside it or underneath of it. All these different formats of notebooking pages for all these different themes and different subjects are on that website. And the bonus is the notebooking publisher, which is a way to actually create your own custom notebooking pages. And it's so super simple, I can't even tell you how easy. Like, my kids can do it. They, they actually have, they go on there and customize their O's. I mean, they, they sign in as me, but they customize their own notebooking pages. So like this roller coaster, Um, unit study that Tanner's working on, we've already went in there and made notebooking pages for him to start, you know, doing his rough drafts on that, you know, have, that are specific to roller coasters. And so that is how notebookingpages.com works.
0: Awesome. Very cool. Well, thanks for that because I was a little confused, but I'm glad you cleared that up. Um, so tonight we're not we're not talking about notebooking, we're talking about music and piano. And you've booked a very uh interesting guest, Miss Connie Cullum, is with us tonight. I believe you're on. Collie, welcome to Connie, welcome to Road School Mom.
2: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Thanks so much for coming on. Um can you please start by introducing yourself and how you fit into the homeschool community?
2: Oh, you bet. Uh my name is Connie Cullum. I am a former concert pianist, and I have been teaching piano for about 36 years. I homeschooled my own daughter. I took her out of public school in fifth grade, and then we homeschooled from then on. So I've been active in homeschool. However, she's kind of grown up now. She's 29, so I can't really count it anymore. That's awesome. So, Connie, tell us, where do you teach
1: from and why you're at it? I hear you have a sister company, so tell us a little bit about that.
2: Oh, okay. Um, I Um My studio is in Layton, Utah. And the way the sister company came about was I used to live in another city about an hour away in West Jordan. And when I moved to Layton, I turned that studio over to another teacher in that city, who's actually my sister. So um, I have another branch of the Piano University that's run by my sister.
0: Oh, that's lovely. I, I love that. That's um, a great family business that you have. Okay, so let's yeah. first talk about um, your curriculum called Color Me Musical. Uh, and specifically, what is that and who would benefit from it?
2: Okay, um, well, I I started to teach my daughter when she was about four years old. I wanted to teach her to play the piano. And in looking around at all the available curriculum for young kids, I just couldn't find anything that I really liked. It wasn't designed for young kids. It was just kind of like the adult stuff, but with lots more color and and pictures. And so I created this curriculum to teach my daughter. Now, this was 25 years ago, and I have been using it in my own studio for kids. I designed it for kids aged like three to six. So it's not reading. It's very visual, and it's a completely different way to learn to read music. It uses characters and colors. And um, I have most music curriculum have different books on each level, and mine's the same way. I have a piano book that they learn to play the songs from, a theory book where they learn everything about the music theory, then a technique book where they work on their hand and playing correctly, and then an activity book, which actually helps them learn to compose. And so it's for kids between age three up to maybe about eight. That's awesome.
1: It sounds like your curriculum is designed for learners to relate those characters to certain parts of the music theory. Is that how the characters work? Uh,
2: That is. um, They start out on the keyboard, so the kids learn where they live on the keyboard. Like, for example, you know, there's two black keys and three black key patterns on the piano. Well, in between the two black keys, we call that the cave and the character that lives in there is Dave the Dragon and he lives in the cave and of course that's the note D so Dave and Dragon both start with D and he's purple and then he has a friend named Cade who's a creature that lives next door and they learn that right from the middle of the piano and then up in the music it's those same characters it shows where Dave and Cade live in the music and then when when the, they move out like up and down the piano Cade gets in his car and drives up the piano and then when he goes really high up the piano, he goes in a rocket ship and goes to outer space. So the little kids really relate to that, kind of like having adventures and and they really get engaged and like it.
0: Oh, I I love that approach. That's really exciting. Okay, so as you know, this is Road School Moms Radio and many of us in the Road School Moms community are living full-time in an RV. Now, some of us, a few, a handful, have made room for a large keyboard, but we don't have any full-size pianos in our <laughs> rolling homes. So, what are the options out there for those of those school moms who want their kiddos to have piano lessons?
2: Well, I guess if you can't fit a nine-foot Steinway, you can actually go smaller than that. Um, keyboards are great to get started. Um, I do recommend at least a 64-key keyboard. Um, up to an eighty-eight if you can. They're usually not that much longer. And I another recommendation I'd have when looking for a keyboard is to get one with weighted keys. Otherwise they kind of feel just like you're playing a little plastic toy. So if it's got weighted keys and it's at least sixty-four um, keys long, I think you'll be good. That's great information. So Connie,
1: tell us, is a piano a good place for beginners to start if they're just if you're wanting your kiddos to start to learn to read music? And maybe, you know, playing an instrument is the goal. Is it, you know, is a piano a good place to start for that? And is it an easy transition if they really have an interest in other instruments as well?
2: Um, that's a good question. Actually, the piano is kind of the best place to start because the transition is so easy to other instruments. And all of music theory that, that kids learn, like the names of the notes and the scales and the chords, it's all based on the keyboard. So they can learn it, and it and it's very visual on the keyboard. It's much easier to see and understand. So the kids can actually learn that much easier. Uh, in fact, just last night I was talking to a friend of mine who teaches guitar, and he recommends that his students learn piano first before they start learning guitar because they can learn it, guitar so much faster.
0: That is interesting. Okay. So uh, what do you say to new homeschool moms about um incorporating music lessons into their homeschool? Is this something you should do with younger children? Should you wait a little while? What would your advice be?
2: You know, I would recommend starting with music as soon as you can. With the young kids, it really helps them um get engaged and, and they can have a lot of fun with music. And... You know, it doesn't take very many searches on Google to find lots of studies that show that music actually makes kids smarter. It helps them learn math better. It helps them learn language better. And of course, music threads all through history. So it helps kind of connect other events and things. Like, for example, when you're learning about American history and you learn about George Washington, our president, well, what composer was really popular during that time? It was Mozart. So you can kind of connect through history what was going on in music and, and world events. And and that just kind of links it all together and gets the kids more engaged in everything and makes it easier.
1: I love that, and I'm taking notes, so sorry for that little poem. Um, <laughs> That's fine. So tell me, I know when I was looking at the Piano University online, that you have several other resources available. You have, I know that you have video that's available. There's a couple of Facebook groups. Tell us, um, besides your curriculum that you've published, what other resources online are available through the Piano University?
2: Um, you know, we have started a Facebook group just for homeschoolers and it's called Homeschool Music Resources. So that I can give, I can give free like downloads if you're wanting things for notes or for rhythm or chords or even music history. And I'm there in the group to ask questions or, you know, if you have any specific questions. Also, my um, Facebook page where I share a lot of the videos and things that are going on, that is called The Piano University. And um, I have a website that's www.thepianouniversityonline.com.
0: Okay, so you mentioned Piano University. How does that work with multiple-aged kiddos? And uh, can you share a discount code with our listeners that you are offering the Road School Moms community?
2: Sure, sure. Um, The one thing about the Piano University, if you register, I have lessons online, and the lessons are a video of me actually teaching the lesson. So either the parents can watch it and then reteach that lesson to the young kids, or some people in the community have had like the older kids watch it and the older kids actually teach the younger kids that's how simple it is to follow along and when you register it's the same um... subscription for the entire family so you can start a three-year-old a six year old an eight-year-old and you get a download of all my books now my books are available on amazon but if you sign up for the lessons you get the books to download for free and then you can print out as many as you'd like. And we're coming out for things um, with some lessons for older kids and adults as well. And then awesome. uh, you okay. want to, I wanted to offer ahead, a discount to your listeners. We have a discount that expires at the end of October, but I wanted to just, uh, you know, go ahead and extend that to you. Um, normal tuition for the lessons is $39 a month. And our special is only $19.99 a month. And again, that covers for the whole family. So if anyone wants to get that special discount, you could just email me and I will send you the link to sign up with that discount. And just email me Road School Mom so I know that that's where you heard about it.
1: Okay, so Road School Moms that are interested in that, I'm going to go over that with you one more time. So if you want to take advantage, yep, if you want to take advantage of Connie's discounts that are exclusive to our Road School Moms community, you are going to email her. Um, go ahead, and Connie, and tell us your email address.
2: Okay, the email address is thepianouniversityonline at gmail.com. Awesome. So thepianouniversityonline
1: at gmail.com is the email. You'll want to email Connie, put Road School Moms in the subject line, and just email her your um, name and what you're interested in, and she will extend that $19.99 Um, monthly tuition to you and your entire family. And again, that does give you access to all 20 of her books that normally she sells on Amazon with all the other great resources that she has um, for that. I'm so excited that you came on um, to share this information with us, Connie, because I know so many of us um, would love to have music lessons in, um, you know, in our road school, but we don't know how um, to do that, you know, remotely. So this is going to be a wonderful um, resource for that. Is there anything else that you want to share with us about? Um, your wonderful resource?
2: Well, I'm just grateful that you had me on. Um, It was fun sharing this with you. I just, if you want the books, I also have a flashcard book that has all my flashcards in it, so all you have to do is cut them out of the book, and that's available on Amazon. Um, And the best way to contact me is at that email that I gave you. So if anyone has questions and wants to get a hold of me, that's how they can do it.
0: Well, thank you so much for making time for us, Connie. And it was wonderful. And I'm excited to uh, introduce our Road School Moms listeners to the opportunity to actually have piano lessons on the road. So this is not something that's out of reach of our lifestyle. So thanks again.
2: All right. Thank you.
0: Have a good night.
2: You too. Bye-bye. Good night.
0: I love that, Mary Beth, because I really did think that, you know, piano lessons was not something we would be able to accomplish on the road. That that being said, uh, you know, me, you know, how you and I operate, there's nothing impossible in our world, and I'm sure we could go find an online teacher. But that Connie has already uh, a program that exists, and I love specifically her elementary uh, program, that Color Me Music. Um, That's awesome. What a great resource.
1: I know, right? And I'll tell you where I ran across her in another full-time traveling group and um, she was offering a bunch of free resources. She was like, Oh, I'd love to send you this and that. And I got to look looking and I'm like, my goodness, she has so many things already done, you know, and it's just, a, it is a great resource. So definitely check it out. And that you really can't beat that tuition. That's, you know, if you look at your road school, that's five bucks a week to teach all of your kiddos. I mean, for me, that's less than, you know, that's like a buck a week for my kiddos to be able to learn music and music theory and for somebody to give me a little bit of a kind of roadmap, um, to learning piano, if that's what you want to do. So check it out. And, uh, yeah, let us know if you decide to take, um, or use this. I can't even talk tonight. You know why? Cause my mouth is frozen shut. It's not really, <laughs> um, <laughs> if you, uh, road school moms, if, you decide to uh, visit the Piano University online, then be sure and share your pictures with us in that Facebook uh, page, because we would love to see your kiddos learning to play an instrument. Yes,
0: absolutely. We
1: should have, like, an online recital. It'd be so fun. Ooh, yes, we should. And then we should have costumes, and we should have plays, and we <laughs> should have super-duper tea times. We should have backdrops, and mm-hmm, we should do that. <laughs>
0: Spotlight and Yeah. Good ideas. I love it.
1: Let's do it. I have I have to tell you something really quickly because I haven't had time to share any pictures this week because we've really been on the go so much. Um, we talked about poetry tea time. I found the perfect autumn poetry book. And I'm gonna share it in this post and I'm gonna share it in our road school moms group. It's called I think it's called Autumn Tumblings. And it's this really fun little autumn poetry book. So I'm gonna share that link with you and you should totally Use it for your morning time. If you are part of our morning time fans, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go back and listen to that show all about morning time. Or if you're doing poetry tea time, it's awesome for that as well.
0: Oh, I love that. You know, that is the one area of stress that I've still been finding in my, poet, poetry, my poetry tea time. Uh, granted, it's only my two, two Tuesdays I've done it. Um, but uh, finding the poetry, I really wish I did have a few books that, like, like, I just want to recapture exactly what Julie was talking about when she joined us on that show, where um, your readers are sitting there at the table, thumbing through poetry books, deciding which they're going to present. So what I've been doing, just to keep it simple, is going online and Googling, like, funny kids' poems, fall and printing out four or five of them and then bringing them to the Poetry Tea Time and you know, handing them out to the readers, but they're not actually getting to select them themselves. So that's the one area where I'm like, oh, I wish there was a library around or something. So I'm glad you talked about that book, and I'm looking forward to that link in the show notes.
1: Yeah, I'll totally put it in there. I actually have it in my hand. I just grabbed it out of my handy-dandy Road Trip Teacher bag that I have sitting here. Um, It's called Autumn Blings, actually, is what it's called. Autumn Blings, it's all one word. And it's by Douglas Florian, F-L-O-R-I-A-N. And I will put that link in our show notes. But it has, KT, it has 48 fall poems in it. And they're nothing crazy. Some of them are just three or four lines. Some of them are two or three stanzas. It's just a really fun little book. So... Um, I'll put that in the show notes, and that just brings me to um, the research when I found that one. Of course, you know, one's not enough. So I've already (laughs) been looking at the same similar books for holidays and for right around the first of the year, into Valentine's Day, so um, I will share the post with my research on those poetry books that can kind of maybe give you a little bit better roadmap for your poetry tea time um, over at Road Trip Teacher this week. Oh,
0: that will be awesome. I would love to see that.
1: Very cool.
0: Oh, so what's your week coming up look like?
1: Oh, you know, I don't really have any idea. You know that I was planning on being um, headed south by now. Oh, it's such a shock that I'm taking a detour. Um, but the things that are going on here that we have, we're probably maybe 10 days from leaving to start heading south. Um, so I'm really not sure what we're doing this week, to be honest. I know that um, where we're at, they're gonna we're going to be trigger or treating um, on Tuesday night, so that's I'm sure the beginning of our week will be all about Halloween-themed things and fall adventures. Um, And then, I don't know. I'm not really sure what the rest of our road school week will look like. But uh, I know this. I am excited about our few shows coming up. Um, So let's talk about that minute. First, tell me what your road school week looks like.
0: Um, Mine is going to be um, lots of traveling. We are pursuing our East Coast. We've got East Coast in our sights, and we're heading that way. In fact, we're going to be crossing yet another time zone this week, or expecting to, we're um, So, we're going to make our way to Texas this week. Um, so, there'll be lots of travel days. And in fact, we're traveling on the 31st, which is Halloween. So, let, let me just expound on this situation for this year. Last year and the year before, we did trick-or-treating. And I love Halloween. I love fall. Let's put it that way. I love fall. I love pumpkins. I love the colors. I love the crisp leaves. I love all that. But we did trick-or-treating, and I want to tell you that kids, Tonya and Tori and Taylor's ages, and I'm focusing mostly on the girls, unfortunately, they were in some really racy outfits when we did Mm trick-or-treating with large groups at a campground. And I'm not talking about FTF kids. I'm talking about participating in a campground-wide um, activity. And I got really turned off by the whole Halloween thing. I tell quite honestly, I was never a fan. It makes me super uncomfortable. It feels a little like begging. <laughs> I stand mm-hmm. at the edge of the street. I push the kids in that direction. Some of them go willingly. Some of them need more nudges. I and then the, and then on the. Ooh, F- on the back side is the candy. I cannot stand the candy. I cannot stand having pounds and pounds and pounds of sugar in this house. I just can't stand it. I cannot abide by it. And so the whole Halloween thing, like I hate to be that thick in the mud, but ugh, I just wish it wasn't. I just wish it wasn't. And so last night when our sugar treating was a bus, and I knew that we were going to be driving on Halloween, I kind of said, you know, thank you, Lord, for solving this for me because I hate to be the one but um i I don't know tell me tell me your thoughts on that
1: Well, you know i um I guess our Halloweens have always been a little bit different, not because i I don't think I ever started out with that kind of a notion, but instead i I've always been a we've always dressed as a theme, as you know, our family's always dressed in a theme, and so it's got to mm-hmm. be kind of a thing. Um, And as my kids have gotten older, they have fought me a little bit. And this year, specifically, my 16-year-old really threw a pretty big fit, just to be real honest, because he wanted to do his own thing. And I put my foot down and said, you know what? I do a lot for you guys. I sacrifice a lot. I do a lot of things I don't want to do. And I don't ask a lot out of everyone, but I do ask for this. I ask for this once a year. (laughs) I want to trick-or-treat or be a themed family Halloween group. And so that has taken some of the commercialness or, the, you know, that kind of thing out of our Halloween because we're never, it's not something that's, you know, like a character or, or like you're saying, some of those outfits out there are pretty racy. Um, and because we've always done it as a theme, we've always, you know, um, I don't know, we've always stayed in certain areas that were family and or friend oriented. And so we really didn't go, it wasn't like a quantity thing. It was more like a quality thing. And that part of my Halloween probably celebration goes back to when I was a little kid. Um, my grandparents lived in the country, and it was always a thing, at least in Indiana. The trick-or-treating thing was you went to your neighbor's houses, and the thing was to try to dress so that they didn't know who you were. And specifically, I can remember one year my brother and I went trick-or-treating, and he was, you know, his name's Andy, right? Well, we went as Raggedy okay. Ann and Andy. And so when we went in, they were be like, well, now who's this Ann and Andy? Well, my brother was little enough. And he'd be like, that's right, it's Andy. Well, everybody thought that was so cute and funny. I mean, he was trying to tell me he really was Andy, but nobody could ever figure out who we were. And that always stuck with me. I don't know, that always just stuck with me because him and I went together, we dressed up together, and so that's kind of how our family has always been. So for us, it's more of a family thing. Um, and in addition to that, I forego the candy thing. Any Most of the candy, here's how we do it. I give them kind of a special Halloween bag of their own from me that has something in it that doesn't have anything to do with candy. (laughs) It usually has something to do with fall or, you know, something like that. And I let them eat whatever they want to on Halloween. But within a day or two of Halloween, I like to take all that extra candy that you really don't need. And we, like back when we were in Bloomington, the dentist office used to take it in for some kind of trade or something. And I know one year we sent it to some kind of a military thing. I usually try to find somewhere. Or something to do with it to get it out of my house and off my counter yes
0: good point very good point. and uh, for those of you listening who are this is your first year on the road I want to give you my tips for finding the best trick-or-treat neighborhood even though this is going to sound ironic with what I've just shared but you know whatever your idea of trick-or-treating is or Halloween is if you do want to go trick-or-treating I Google um, an elementary school in the area and I find that those are the most fun neighborhoods. You're going to have a lot of activity in the streets. You're going to have um, people who are, have decorated their houses, and it really helps to find, you know, one or two locations in the area where you can go trick-or-treating without driving all around town uh, aimlessly.
2: Ooh, that's a good tip.
1: So can I tell you how excited I am for our next several shows? I know that you're going to be gone on the Christian Women's Cruise Retreat which I'm jealous about that too. I'm just spending all kinds of time being all jelly over some of your activities, but that's okay. <laughs> because we are going to have some really good shows coming up next week is Becky from dual credit at home. I'm super excited to bring her on for our, um, those of our listeners who are homeschooling high school, or if you're looking forward to road schooling a high schooler in the near future, then you'll want to be sure and listen into that show the week after that, you and I will be doing an exclusive interview with Amy Sullivan, who is the writer of that Gutsy Girls um, book series that um, targets and then talks about science, uh, women in science, and really a great series. And then, I know it's hard to believe, but you and I are going to start our six-week uh, holiday mini-series of shows. We're going to do uh, one on Instant Pot for making your holiday dinner. I know we've got one for uh, baking and homemade crafts or homemade uh, homemade Christmas, or I can't remember what our show title is, but we have lots of great shows coming up, uh, taking us through the end of the year. Yeah, I'm super
0: excited about it, too. I cannot believe that my cruise is, um, what, 10 days away right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ah, that came fast. Uh, it I did. think uh, I booked this cruise, like, last year when Michelle came back from her last cruise, Trix Cruise. She had such wonderful, great things to say about it, and I said, okay, you know, we'll be in and um, going to be joined by other road school moms on the cruise, uh, representing road school moms uh, this year on Cruise Chicks. And then um, then uh, it's time for holidays. I can't believe it. It's crazy. Oh, and you'll want to know that, you know, Meredith and I say this all the time, we are real moms doing this show from our real 350 square feet, and that's why my real dog is barking right now. But my real 7-year-old <laughs> just lost his second top tooth. So, DJ is toothless. He just came in while you were talking and showed me his bloody tooth in his hand. Oh, my goodness. What's this? Is your your tooth in there? Oh, boy, that's awesome. I'm going to have to post a picture after the show in our road school moms group. He looks so cute.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That doesn't even seem possible that he should be old enough to lose his tooth on teeth. I know.
0: I know. So fun. Super, super fun. So, um... That's what's going on in our neck of the woods. You know, we hosted a couple weeks ago, Chris and I hosted a Ask Us Anything, and it was so much fun, Mary Beth. We had such a variety of questions from, you know, what design of rigs should we look for to, uh, obviously, how to make money on the road, what do you do for health care, can you travel with animals, all sorts of stuff. So it was so much fun. We're going to do it again, and this time we're going to do it with a theme to help um, those people who are going to be looking for the replay afterwards. So it's all going to be questions based on one theme. And you can look for that in November. And the last time we hosted it on Zoom, but this time I'm going to try it on a Facebook Live and see if I like that format. And we're going to play around with a couple different formats and see which one we like best to stick to. If you want to watch the first Ask Us Anything, you can find it at the Full Fulltime Families YouTube channel right there at YouTube.com slash families.
1: Oh, I love that. And I did, I uh, listened to that replay, and it was so much fun. So we'll put the links to that post um, in the show notes as well, and we'll look forward to that next show. Well, I guess if that's it, it sounds like that's a wrap. So Road School Moms, um, OKT, remind us about our prayer team. Oh, yes. Thank you so
0: much for reminding me to remind us. We have a a full-time, we have a Road School Moms full-time prayer ministry, and uh, we have bunch of prayer warriors who are waiting anxiously to lift up your prayers to our heavenly father and it's super easy to tap into this ministry you can do it by sending an email to rsm that's the first three initials of road school moms rsm prayers plural at gmail.com when you send an email to rsm prayers include what we can pray for you for and that's going to be completely confidential and you're going to be getting encouraging emails in return um, from these lovely ladies so I, I just can't tell this enough. And I, this is not something that you need to save for the big guns, like, oh, my gosh, there's a cancer diagnosis in our RV and we need help now. This is something that you can use all the time, every day. Lord, I'm feeling really, really deflated in my whole, road school and overwhelmed, and I don't feel like my children are learning anything, and I need extra prayer. Yes, definitely send that one. Or, Lord, I can't take another minute of these four dogs. Because I can't change the sheets yet again. Yes, send that one. I'm not making a joke. You know that in the Bible it says to pray without ceasing. So let these ladies help you do that. And uh, your life and their life will be enriched by it. So uh, thank you to those lovely ladies who participate on that team. If you'd like to be a prayer warrior, please also you can send a, a notification. You can send an email right there to rsmprayers.com at gmail. I'm sorry, rsmprayers at gmail.com. Um, and letting them know that you'd like to be part of that team. And I am finishing up uh, the Road School Moms Bible Study. Uh, what, uh, what an encouraging blessing this Bible study has been. It's been um, nine weeks, uh, each week focusing on a different aspect of the fruit of the Spirit. Um, this last week for me was kindness. I had to take a, two weeks off because of the balloon fiesta, but um, I'm back to it. And uh, Did you break your hand? Ouch, well, this is real up in here. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of real things going on in your He showed house. me his very puffy hand. I have a 7-year-old showing me a gap in his face, and I have a 37-year-old or whatever he is, I don't know. You know, my birthday's next week, Mary Beth, and I am going to be at an age that I had no idea I was going to be. What a phenomenon that is. Um, but anyway, uh, that's what's going on. I think I'm going to have to wrap up on the sooner end and, and tend to all the bleeding that's going on in
2: my house tonight.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, you wrap that up, and I am going to remind our Road School Moms listeners that Katie and I love reviews over at iTunes. Um, of course, we like four and five stars uh, after you get done listening to um, any replays. Over at iTunes, we love for you to give us a review. If it is less than four or five stars, just shoot us an email, Kimberly at FullTimeFamilies.com or myself at info at roadtripteacher.com and let us know what we can do to better serve your road school mom's needs. Um, don't forget those shows that we talked about next uh, Sunday night, Becky from Dual Credit at Home. Following that will be Amy Sullivan on her Gutsy Girls book series. And you can check out our whole schedule over at roadschoolmoms.com, our calendar is listed over there, um, as well as KT&I speaking engagements, one of which we're super excited about at the Books and Beyond conference um, coming up in January down in Florida. That's a wrap, Road School Moms. Join us next Sunday night, 8 p.m. Eastern time. I'm sorry, 9 p.m. Eastern time uh, from wherever in the world you are, right here on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Until then, safe travels and God bless. This is Kimberly. And this is Mary Beth, your Road School Moms on the road where education
0: meets adventure. Until next time, we wish you safe travels and leave you with our traveler's
1: prayer. Lord, be our guide and protector. Let those I encounter be blessed by my words. Let my hands be filled with your work, and may I be filled with your grace and kind words for others. May I be a light unto those around me on the journey ahead.
0: Amen. Amen. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. If you'd like more information, go to roadschoolmoms.com.